tonight's episode of the podcast, we recap my picks. I talk final round of the Byron Nelson. We look at the final day of the NBA regular season, and we talk about the first games of the NHL playoffs. This is the Draining Jimmy's Podcast. I hope everyone enjoyed their weekend. Lots of stuff happening this weekend. We had the final regular season of the NBA finish yesterday. Also, we had the NHL playoffs kicking off on Saturday. I had a little bit of discussion with that on uh, Saturday's episode of the podcast. We had the Boston Bruins and the Washington Capitals go off on that first game with Washington falling in overtime. No, sorry, with Boston falling in OT to Washington. Uh, DJ Oshu with the game winner. So that has kicked off. And now we have day three. I'll go over day two uh, later on in the podcast. Uh, but right now I'm going to start off with my picks from the weekend because, well, that's going to tie into the playoffs as well because two of them were playoff games. So just going off on those picks, I had chosen the Red Sox to win and try and get the series sweep against the Angels. They fell. Uh, to the Angels, Penguins lost uh, 4-3 in OT to uh, the New York Islanders. Raptors fell 125-113 to to the Pacers on the last day. Warriors won big in their matchup 113-101. to And the Lightning won their first game 5-4. Uh, so uh, overall record 12-9. Not a bad, it was a terrible weekend. I went 2-3. That's what it's basically saying right there. Not a good weekend, but not a great weekend to leave it off there. So what does that mean going forward? Well, it's time for me to get a little bit better. So next weekend, same format, same picks, especially with the NHL playoffs. Plus, we'll have the Canadian teams finally kicking off. They're kicking off on the 19th, sorry, on the 20th, this Thursday. So that will be intriguing just because now we finally get to see the Northern Con- the Northern Division finally get there. Will the Leafs win? I have them winning six. As you know, on Saturday, I went over that with my podcast, with my predictions on who's winning what. So, uh, going to the playoffs now, because um, I had my picks. The Penguins, the first game, I, well, the Bruins game in Washington was the first one. But the Penguins game, their first game, a lot of question marks going to that. That's the concern. A lot of question marks with that. Tristan Jari making his second appearance in the playoffs, the second start in the game. He uh, did not look good. They definitely looked rusty. The, the the top six, Crosby's line, they all went up. The, the fourth line looked well. Missing Malkin doesn't help. Forcing Jeff Carter to work on that second line, trying to get things better. Kasperi and Kapanen played very well. But the defense, and I talked about that on Saturday with the matchups, the defense was going to be my concern. Can that six manage up? Cody Cece had a few faults. Matheson had a few faults. There were definitely some issues there, not doing proper angles, getting proper shots. They were letting the Islanders take those long shots, not giving them those, you know, good angles. No, sorry, they were giving them the good angles, but not giving them, you know, pressure, you know, making them make those mistakes. And you know what? Jari could have had a few, but weak on the glove side. Definitely had 
four goals go in, three of them all long distance, glove side. They definitely knew where to target him. It could be nerves. It could have been rust. It could have been anything because, you know what, it's been a while since the Penguins played. They finished their season before the Islanders did, and the Islanders, you know, had a little bit of still, let's say, fuel in it from game time. So when you're practicing so much, but tomorrow the game's happening, so we'll see what happens with that. So hopefully the Penguins can rebound uh, for tomorrow night. I'm hoping so. 7.30 puck drops. But going to the other games. Now the most exciting game was definitely the uh, the Lightning and uh, the Panthers, the Battle of Florida. 5-4 was the final score. It looked good. Stamkos and Kucherov were back. But it was a battle. Definitely had some fights going on. Definitely was you know, powerful. And it was great. So it was good to see that. Now, the first three games uh, of the playoffs all went to OT. That's the, that was the great thing about it. So if you're being, if you're happy about hockey and everything and how it went, OT was definitely your friend on the weekend. And that's what was great to see. OT, Bruins, Penguins, Wild, they all went into OT. Uh, we all thought the uh, Lightning and the Panthers were going to go into OT, but unfortunately, that did not happen. But they were going back and forth and giving, you know, Duke for Duke, shot for shot. And it was good. You know, Vasilevsky stood on his head when it needed to be, but definitely gave up a lot of goals. And it's definitely going to be that, could be that type of matchup. Um, I do have them going, uh, the Lightning winning. I have them in six, I believe. So we'll see how that goes. Minnesota and the Islanders both with their upsets against the top team so we'll see how both of those teams rebound uh let's hope that the islanders or sorry that the penguins get back on the right track and get to it hopefully malkin's ready to go for tomorrow night and then that way they have those proper four lines and that way they're not trying to rearrange so much and it'd be good to have them there because that's another offensive weapon there that's going to be key so and the power play will be a little bit more effective too because you don't have bluger or mccann in that spot where malkin would have been so We'll see how everything goes on tomorrow. Uh, two games tonight, or sorry, yeah, two games going on tonight right now. Bruins game two, it's tied two all. Preds and Hurricanes two all in that one, or sorry, one all in that one. So both of them in the second period. So again, I'll cover that uh, later on the podcast and how everything else is going in this series and how it's matching up with my predictions. Again, I do have the Penguins winning the cup, so it will be interesting to see how everything goes in the first week of the NHL playoffs, but going over to playoffs and discussing the final day of the NBA season because I did mention the Raptors, and the Raptors, well, yesterday was their final game, and well, they're not in the playoffs, which is sad, first time in eight years, and it's going to be tough not having them there, it will be, and you know what, it's going to be, suck. it's going to suck, that's what it's going to basically be, it will be, you know, different without having them there. You know, last year was different with COVID breaking down the you know the little tournament, having everything in the the bubble. That was tough, but the Raptors will not be there this year. And you know a lot of fans are concerned. You know a lot of blame. You know consistency. You know that's what it was this season. It was an up and down year. It was a roller coaster if you were to describe the Raptors, and it was tough. It really, really was. But to more positive notes, the NBA season ended yesterday. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I'm just saying a lot of things happened yesterday. And it was great. That's what it's basically looking like. Yesterday was great for basketball. A lot of implications going on yesterday. So the Wizards clinched the 8th spot, which I did mention on Saturday. So they're in. Uh, Warriors clinched their 8th spot. 
And you know what? They're going to be facing the Lakers uh, later on this week for their games. And then, you know, you had the Lakers who needed the win, the Mavs, while they were able to figure everything out. The, play, uh, the Blazers needed a big win to secure their spot. A lot of questions about the Clippers not really closing out their win. And you had the Jazz who won, took the top, top spot. And you had the Suns who wanted the win because they could have had the top spot if Utah had fallen to Sacramento. Uh, well, and the Suns got away with a close one too, winning 123 to 121 against the Spurs. And you know what? The Knicks playing very well, securing their top four spot. So, what does that mean? Well, now the play-in tournament starts, and that's kicking off tomorrow. So, the play-in tournament, we got the Hornets and the Pacers going at 6:30, Wizards and the Celtics. So, uh, the winner of the Wizards-Celtics goes on to take the seventh spot. Loser of that series plays the winner of the Hornet and the Pacers. The winner of that matchup goes on to take the eighth spot in the final playoff spot. That's right there. And vice versa. So the game of the week is definitely going to be the Warriors and the Lakers. That's going to be the matchup, and that's what's going to be exciting for everyone because you see Steph versus LeBron. Now, will the Lakers be healthy? They looked okay yesterday. They, you know, they put up 13, or sorry, they put up 110 on the Pelicans yesterday. Our Pelicans were definitely not at full strength. Let's remember that. No Zion. He was not really there for the game. He was on the bench just relaxing. So Steph and the Warriors versus uh, LeBron and the Lakers. That'll be interesting. If the Warriors won, they take the eighth spot. Lakers have to play the winners of the Spurs and the Grizzlies. So could it possibly be that the Lakers could miss the playoffs? The defending champions could be out because of the play-in tournament. It could be. It could be interesting. They could be overpowered. They could, you know, fall apart. And you know what? They could lose out to the Grizzlies. Maybe the Spurs are that super. Maybe that Spurs team is the secret right there that just sneaks in and boom does the upset, the Cinderella story. They'll get swept if, by the Utah if they played them in the first round, if it was the Spurs. But it would be an interesting matchup. LeBron James in the eighth seed, if he won it, if he got them there. That will be a great matchup. It would be an interesting one. The number one seed versus the defending champions. It would be good. LeBron James coming all the way back from being the eighth seed and takes it to win the championship. Okay, it could happen. It definitely could. But right now, I think everyone, the focus is going to be on that Warriors game on May 19th at 10 p.m. So tune into that. That's going to be the game of the week. And it's going to be interesting. It will be. I'm looking forward to these playoffs. And yesterday was great. I was flipping forth between the Mavs and the Minnesota, Portland versus the Nuggets and the Lakers and the Pelicans. And it was good. But the Blazers were just in control the whole time right out of the gate. They exploded. The Nuggets had something to play for, but not really that much of a play for, much to play for they were, they settled up with the third spot they they had the tiebreaker against the clippers so they were there um and the clippers fourth spot they're going to be playing the mavs in the first round which i think they're trying to take the easy road now whether or not the clippers can win a round or win a second round and go on to the conference finals because they're one of the only few nba teams that have never been to a conference final they haven't even been to an nba final so we'll see what their story is going to be. Can they get over the hump? Can they be what they next need to be? Can they win a championship after, you know, spending all that money on Kawhi, Paul George, giving up all that capital to get George from OKC? We'll see. That's that's going to be the concerning part, the scary part. A lot of things going to be questionable. And, you know, Dame and the Blazers, can they be good as well? They're going to be playing the Nuggets first round. So you have last night's game as a preview to the future matchup of this so once everything has been settled in the play in tournament and the final spots have been laid out we'll finally see all the seating but 
Lakers, Utah Jazz in this round one has p- potential. could be exciting. It could be. But, hey, for all we know, we could see an upset here in the first round or in this play-in tournament. Maybe the Lakers don't win. Maybe the Spurs are the Cinderella story or the Grizzlies. Maybe the, or the Warriors get in and they're playing the Suns the first round. That would be great, too. Chris Paul versus uh, Steph Curry, you know, Booger. The Suns would be a great matchup between them. It would be. A lot of high scoring, a lot of three-pointers. It would be great. I would like it. It would. I would like that. Uh, but we'll see how everything goes for this tournament. It, it really is going to be an intriguing tournament uh, to see. I'm not really excited much about the East. I think when I look at the East, I think it should be Washington and Boston as the 7-8. and eight. Uh, Beal has been playing great. Uh, we'll see how healthy Boston is. Uh, but I don't think the Pacers and the Hornets really show much strength towards either the Wizards or the Celtics. One of them could be upset. The Pacers could be an upset, so we'll see. But again, I'm liking the Wizards and the Celtics probably are going to be the official 7-8 and eight seed. And then you look at the matchups there for the East. You know, we have the Sixers that would play the Wizards, you know, the Celtics and the Nets. That would be a good matchup there. But we'll, it will be tough. It will be tough to see what's going to be on. So Wednesday, I will be doing a special podcast. I'll mention a little bit about basketball, maybe a tiny bit just because of the playing tournament. I'll give a little bit of a highlight because I'll be discussing the PGA Championship, which is going on this week, the second major of the year. Remember, April, May, June, and July are our four majors. August, we're getting close to the Tour Championship. So here we are with that beautiful stage right there. So that's what I'll be discussing a little bit in regards to the play-in tournament, as well as get into more depth of the NBA playoffs on Saturday once everything's ready to go, because, you know, everything should be set in stone. It will be really good to see how everything plays out, because uh, now that everything will be finalized on Wednesday, the second set of games will be there. So by the weekend, we'll finally discuss uh, the play the playoffs, the, so at least the third game, that should be set there. Uh, that should determine the 8th spot, so the 8th seed game, which you should be calling it, the 8th seed game, I guess. That's what it should be diagnosed as, as that game for the weekend. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but again, more will come as the week goes on. But, you know, the next two days, and especially Wednesday night, 10 o'clock, that's the game of the week. That's the one that you're going to want to focus on. The, the Could be the MVP of the league versus LeBron James, you know. Are they healthy? Are they ready to go? Can they be focused and ready to go and compete against the Warriors? We'll see. You know, momentums are on the Warriors side right now, and you know, right now the Lakers aren't really 100%. But again, great week for basketball, great week for sports, golf, football, not football, baseball, basketball, hockey. Everything's going on this week, so definitely going to be an, an interesting, interesting week. All right, so the final round of the Byron Nelson closed yesterday. There was a delay in the final round, as we were looking at it. As I was watching, rain delay, and it was a good matchup from start to finish. Uh, I talked about Saturday, you know, what Sam Burns needed to do to maintain the win. You know, Lee had to have a great day, and, you know, we saw that. We saw the great breakout for this tournament. Uh, Lee finished and won with 25 under, Burns 22 under. And, you know, a lot of people are concerned about the next majors. Is this going to be the the step, the high scoring? Uh, but the matchups were good. It was a great weekend. Now, Burns, again, coming off of Val's par. Hopefully that he was going to try and close it out. Schwarzel was up there. Like I stated, a lot of low scores this past weekend. And, you know what, I know I referenced it as high scores. And I did that 
because, you know, we're always talking about sports. But again, lots of low scores this week. And you know what? A lot of people are questioning, will that be the theme for the majors? Because you know what the majors are like? Well, like we're looking at it here. Can this be, the, uh, like, will this be the habit? We saw um, how everything worked out in this November with the Masters and DJ dominating. How quiet uh, the U.S. Open was with just... Uh, DeChambeau just doing that low score was the only one under par for that tournament. So a lot of question marks. Now it's always going to be about weather determining uh, now this week is at the Kauai uh, Golf Resort with the majors. The last one was there was 2013 where Rory won with 13 under. So 13 under with that type of score kind of gives you hope of a low, or sorry, a Sorry, a nice round low number for the weekend. Uh, 13 under, nothing too crazy, nothing too big. No one is just dominating with like a 19, 20 under. Uh, so definitely going to be that kind of feel this week. I'm sure they're going to make a little bit of adjustments to try and make the course a little bit tougher, especially when you're coming off of the Byron Nelson. But I think with the North Carolina weather and how everything is, that will be different. Now, 2013, that's when the PGA was in. August. So weather is a little bit different. It's a little bit hotter. It's May now. So could play a factor into it. We'll see. Uh, but I am looking forward to it. So now Wednesday's episode of the podcast, that'll be a major special. I did it before with the Masters. I'm going to do it with all the other majors um, as well. So that's going to be an interesting mark as well. So I'm going to be looking forward to that episode like I do for all majors talking about the field. Remember, we do have two Canadians in there, Hughes and Connors. So we'll see it. Um, so we'll see how good the matchup's going to be. It will be a battle. And you know what? I'm early favorites right now. I'm liking Spieth because while Spieth has been playing well, he played okay this past weekend. Uh, 18 under for the weekend. So not a bad weekend to go into the majors. Um, top 10. So we'll see how he goes. That's the only major he's missing out for a career grand slam. So we'll see how this turns out. Now, I'm going to save this all for Wednesday. Talk about the field, my predictions, this, this, and a little bit more on the course. Because, well... I want to save it for there, and I want to talk about more of it of the major on Wednesday. Uh, but again, going back to it, great weekend. A lot, like I said, a lot of low scores this past weekend at the Byron Nelson. Lee played great, uh, six under for the round. Sam Burns only two. He wasn't a great. Well, the weather, the delay could have put it into effect and slowed everything down. Uh, but again, you have to give credit to Lee for just playing phenomenally. Just great, twenty-five under for the weekend. And you know what? He rightfully deserved. And you know what? I could kick him in and have him give him some momentum for this weekend as well for the PGA. So, you know, these little rounds do help golfers with momentum and, you know, confidence going into a major. We'll see how it turns out. It is. It's going to be a good weekend. Sorry, it's going to be a good week. And I already talked about it. NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs. And now you have a golf major. It's just, an, it's just a great week for sports. So on Saturday, I didn't do a top 10. I pushed it today just because I went in such great depth with the NHL playoffs. Uh, so tonight's top 10, uh, it's going to be like similar to the last couple ones. Not top 10 players, but 10 players I'm going to be looking forward to watch or going to keep an eye on through the NBA playoffs. Uh, so tonight, that's my top 10. So it's not in any particular order, just 10 players I'm going to be keeping an eye on through these uh, NBA playoffs just because a lot of question marks on certain players getting their teams over the hump, performances over the past few years. Can they do that again? So tonight, here is my top ten. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 
So going with my first player in my list, I'm going to go with LeBron James. Why not? He's in a tough situation at the moment. He's sitting in the play-in tournament. He finished seventh overall in his conference. So now the pressure is going to be on him to try and get everything through, especially when he said that he wasn't a big fan of the tournament. So we'll see how that's going to go on this week. Wednesday is the big game between them and the Warriors. Can we see them get over the hump? Can he lead them over the hump? Can he get the pressure off? Because now it's a little bit more pressure compared to previously. Yes, he's been great, but he has to put the pressure on to try and get themselves in because, you know what, there is a or worry somewhere, you know what, the Lakers may not make the playoffs. There is that concern. A lot of people thought of that, and you know what, the Warriors are coming in hot. We saw what Steph can do. So it's going to be, you know, can LeBron do what he did do? Can he, can he get there? Can he get the team over that hump? They are the defending champs. He is the reigning finals MVP. Can he lead the Lakers that? That's going to be a lot of pressure on him, so keep an eye on that. Next is Devin Booker. Well, Devin Booker's in the playoffs. Not only that, He's on the number two seed in the West. So why not see how this kid is going to perform in the playoffs? We saw him beat lights out to try and get the Suns in going 8-0. With the addition of Chris Paul, I think we've seen his game step up. So can Booker be that leader? Can he be that, you know, icon right there for the Suns to help them lead to a series win in round one? You know, he doesn't know who he's facing yet. It could be the Warriors. It could be the Lakers. It could be Memphis. For all we know, it could be the Spurs. It most likely will not be the Grizzlies or the Spurs. It's likely going to be the Warriors or the Lakers in that first round. So going to be a lot of pressure going to be between them and the Suns because, well, you know, you have LeBron potentially or Steph versus Booker and Paul. So why not see how the young guy is going to do? Number three, it's not going to be just a single player from this team. It's going to be the trio. Lowry, Harden, Durant, the Brooklyn Three. Why not discuss it? These guys haven't even played much this season. There's only been six, seven, eight games where they've actually played all three. So the question is, what this team, what are they going to be like? Are we going to see all three? Are they going to play every playoff game? Is there going to be someone sitting down or relaxing? Or what's the question? What's the pressure going to be on? Because right now, the way we've watched the Brooklyn Nets, this Brooklyn Three, is that they've never been healthy. There's always something going on in the behind the scenes. Some players not happy, injury. We don't know. Kevin Durant has been the most consistent player for this team, for Brooklyn, compared to Harden and Kyrie. He has been the most consistent and definitely been the face. And so this is definitely his team. But can this team get to the finals? Can they be that superstar team that we've seen? They traded away a lot of assets to get Harden. They wanted Durant there. They waited. They signed him and gave him the big box just because they're willing to wait. We know there's been a little bit of a circus going on with the three comments in the media especially with Kyrie a lot of stuff's going on between them so we'll see how it all goes and how it happens but the big three that's a lot of pressure right there Dame Lillard why not talk about him he's been lights out he's been playing great this season we saw what he did last year to get his team into the playoffs can he get a series win that's the thing he's facing an opponent a tough one Jokic they don't have Jamal Murray and we saw how well they played yesterday but again you know uh, Denver didn't really have much to play for. They already basically had the third seed locked up. Whether it was fourth or not, it didn't really matter. You know, Jokic is going to be battling some injuries. He's got a lot of pressure going on to him. So we'll see. Can they be enough to slow down uh, Portland? We saw what they were capable of last year. The multi-game comebacks, the big game against the Clippers. We saw what they were able to do. But that's last year's team. They're missing a piece already with Jamal Murray. So right now, let's look at... Uh, how Damon 
Portland's going to be doing. I think they're going to be well. I think he wants to make a deep run. He loves this team. He definitely loves to put the team on his back. So I've, maybe they could be the upset. Maybe he could lead them to an upset. But I think Dame is that next player who you definitely want to keep an eye on these playoffs. Because you know what? Pressure's going to be on him, especially with the multiple times. They're only a couple years away from that losing in that conference final uh, to Golden State. Last year, we saw the remarkable built-in led by Dame to there and them getting beaten out in the first round to the Lakers. But I think Dame is in a different spot now where, you know, no pressure to get into the play-in tournament. But now they're more relaxed and calm that they're going to get to that next spot, that next level behind them. Uh, number Going with my fifth player, we're going to go with Steph Curry. Why not? I think he should win the MVP for what he's done this season. Uh, finished as the as the leading scorer for the season so he took the scoring crown so can he do what he's been doing and do that to get his team into the playoffs remember now they're in the play-in tournament i talked about it with lebron the pressure's on there so can we see them do that this week you know why not do it with the biggest challenge against lebron james against the lakers can steph continue that momentum can he still be that mvp type caliber player for this week why not he definitely loves the pressure he definitely loves the show so we'll see what steph can do my next player, going with Paul George. Why not? We've seen what the Clippers spent to get him. We saw the debacle last year with the collapse against Denver. Um, definitely him making wild shots. Can he be a different player than last year? Can he be more consistent in the playoffs? We've seen him disappear in the playoffs. We have. We've seen him be invisible and not really effective. Can they be that? Can he be what the, Lakers, the Clippers need to get them over to that hump? Can he get them to a conference final? Can he be the leader of this organization? Can he help out Kawhi and the rest of this roster and get them over that hump? Again, it's a lot of things getting there. A lot of pressure on a player like Paul George because you know what? He could be, well, he's actually re-signed his big contract, so I shouldn't say he could be gone, but what's next? What could be next for him? Could it be trouble? Because the, Clay, the Clippers are in a tough spot. But Paul George definitely needs to be kept an eye on because, well, he could be missing out. He could be missing some pieces there you know he needs to step up and be that mvp mvp type player that he is um and next number seven going with Jokic. why not he's going to be the mvp this season you know i know a lot of people are going to make label staff and i mentioned chris paul but Jokic is going to do that because while he got his team to the third spot he has no jamal murray that's the thing right and he's in that tough situation he's playing lights out the offense has been going good you know he's plus 25 in points per game we talked about the multiple rebounds, the assists. He's he definitely improved. He definitely is the most valuable player for them. Like That's when you're looking at, at the MVP. He's not the best player in the league. It's the most valuable player to the team and like the increase right there. You can always talk about Paul George and Steph, or Steph Kerr, but Jokic is going to be that MVP. And I think you need to look at the pressure. Can he carry the team? Remember, he's missing his uh, partner in crime. He's missing Jamal Murray. And I talked about when it came to Dame. They're facing Dame first. So it's going to be a battle between the two, and can he just keep that momentum up? Can he be the MVP-type caliber player that we're going to see, that we've seen this season, and lead into the playoffs or get a series win? Can he help? Can he do what he did last year in assisting Denver in that great comeback? Or will he be able to just secure a series win without having to do a comeback? We'll see. Joel Embiid, why not? Why not talk about it? The, the 76ers have been playing good. Embiid has been talking MVP type categories. Can he lead a team? We saw what happened last year and how badly they played and how they just did not show up. Can, you know, the 76ers have turned it around. Doc Rivers have done good things. 
the addition of Dwight Howard, you know, you have Curry there, you have uh, Danny Green, you know, you have players there that are going to be key. So definitely going to be intriguing to see on how the 76ers team is going to be looking at. So can Embiid be that MVP type caliber, or is he going to disappear in the playoffs? Remember, there are the one seed. They're waiting to see who the eighth seed is going to be when they face in that first round. So that's going to be a tough one. If he gets bounced out again, the 76ers are going to be in trouble because it's definitely something in there that's not getting them over the hump. Doc Rivers can do as much as he can, but playoff performance is always going to be a question mark. Um, my ninth player is going to be Jimmy Butler. Why not? He played lights out this year. He definitely had some injuries earlier on. We saw what he did last year by getting them there. Miami is definitely a team you don't want to sleep on in the playoffs. So we'll see how that goes. I think he can lead him again to a conference final. Now the question is, who will be he facing? And then when we're looking at the matchups here and the standings, uh, the Heat, well, they're going to be playing the Bucks. So you're going to see another matchup again. Second round last year, we saw how well the Heat were, and the Heat definitely match up well and are definitely better than the Bucks. So that's going to be a great matchup. And this kind of leads into my next player, Giannis and Antetokounmpo. Can Giannis not falter? We saw the last couple of years, going back to them losing to the Raptors uh, in the first round. Can he get that team over the hump? He is an MVP. He's a defensive player MVP. Can he get there? Can he get them over the hump? Can he make it into the finals? Because we're getting to the point where Giannis just signed a big contract. He wants to win with Milwaukee, but is he going to be doing enough to get there? Now, Milwaukee is a little bit better. You have Drew Holiday there. We'll see how everything goes. So you have that assistant weapon right there. But Giannis definitely has a lot of pressure on him. So Giannis is my 10th player to watch because, well, guess what? The first matchup is going to be, you know, or it could be a revenge match. Could it be, you know, a breakdown. We got to see what happens because Miami can play great D. They can. They're going to be without Oladipo, which is tough, but it's going to be a great first round because guess what? We could see an upset right there with how good the Heat are because the Heat can take it away. They can play all around. That's the thing, right? They're an all around better team than the Bucks. The Bucks have more talent, but all around the Heat are probably the better team. But I'll get into playoff matchups once everything has been set up. But, you know, those two go hand in hand Butler, Giannis. Can Butler do what he did last year, and can Giannis get his team over the hump into a finals? That's what it is. He's won a con- he's gone to a conference final. He has to win one now and get to the finals. That's what it is. These top three teams, it's finals or nothing. That's what it is. Same with Brooklyn, same with the 76ers. It's finals or anything. So it's going to be great. So just again, to go over the 10 players that I discussed, LeBron, uh, Booker, the Brooklyn Three, Gian- or sorry, the Brooklyn Three, Durant, Kyrie, Harden, Dame Lillard, Steph, Paul George, Jokic, Embiid, Butler, Giannis, those are 10 players I recommend to keep an eye on this NBA playoffs just because, you know, it's going to be tough to see how everything uh, goes with those guys because, you know what, a lot of question marks, especially with them, their teams, can they get them to the next level? And can these guys lead to a championship? That's the thing, right? When we're looking here, we know that Steph's won, we know LeBron's won, we know Durant's won, we know Kyrie has won. Can the rest of these guys get there? Can they get them to the next summit with a championship? Who knows, but it's going to be a great NBA playoffs. That's all for sure. And don't forget, the the play-in tournament does kick in tomorrow where some players I've discussed, the pressure is going to be on them for those games. So just a couple of things before we go, before I end the episode of the podcast. Again, this was a busy weekend in sports, not just for the NHL playoffs, the final regular season for the NBA, but also for the NBA Hall of Fame. 
Uh, we had the Hall of Fame inductions on Saturday. Uh, I did mention a little bit of it, talking about um, Kobe Bryant, uh, Tim Duncan, as well as Kevin Garnett going in as well. And also, I didn't really get a chance to uh, talk about the others. We all know those three. But again, to NCAA champion uh, Kim Mulkey, two-time NBA champion and coach uh, Rudy Tomjanovic, four-time Olympic gold medalist Mika Catchings, three-times Final Four coach Eddie Sutton, uh, thousand-game winner Barbara Stevens, and uh, FIBA Secretary General Patrick Bauman. So again, congratulate all of them uh, for making it to the Hall of Fame. They all are well-deserving for what they've done either at the world stage, the collegiate level, as well as the professional stage. They're all key, uh, key contributors to the game, especially uh, to those at different levels that they've been performing at. So again, congratulations to them. It was a great weekend, like I stated, for sports. For the NBA, it was tough uh, just because, you know, not having Kobe here it was tough, but his wife gave a great speech about uh, Kobe Bryant, which was well-deserved. He is an MVP. He is a legend. He is truly one of the greats. And not just for, again, I talked about the great weekend, but again, NHL kicking off the final weekend for the NBA. Uh, the tournament, uh, the Byron Nelson tournament, it was a good weekend, and the Hall of Fame was just a remarkable. Again, congratulate, congratulations to all those inducted, and congratulations to the new inductees going in for next year, because, you know, the headliners were announced as well. So, 16 honorees of the class of 2021 were announced on ESPN. Uh, the class of 2020, uh, 2021 will be enshrined on Saturday, September the 11th. So a lot of names mentioned as well. So the nine honorees that are going in, uh, Rick Edelman, uh, Chris Bosch is going in, Paul Pierce as well, uh, Bill Russell's going in as a coach, defensive champion, or so def NBA champion and defensive player of the year, Ben Wallace, who was just wonderful Chris Webber who was just incredible as a player uh, Jay Wright as well Yolan Griffith Lauren Jackson they're all going into the Hall of Fame so congratulations to them so we'll be seeing that this year so big week uh, again for all that to the inductees that went in today from the 2021 sorry from the 2020 class as well as this year for the 2021 and then just one thing I wanted to mention was about English Premier League update I know I get a little bit sidetrack with my sports but it looks like man cds like i've talked about multiple times gonna walk away with it now we're getting down to the battle of the final spots for the champions league remember top four qualify uh, the fifth spot goes to europa so when we're looking at it here uh, we have manchester united uh, that's probably going to finish in the top four uh, just because of the way the math works out but again liverpool chelsea leicester city that's where the battle is going to be going between them uh, Tottenham could magically get in, uh, depending on how everything goes with the final games, but uh, it's going to be interesting. You know, Man U needs to get a little bit better. You know, they've lost two of the last five, winning two and drawing one, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, but going to be definitely an interesting week as we're coming down the stretch for English Premier League, as well as next week is Champions League, and I'll talk about that next week as well as Europa Final. Remember, Manchester United is in it, and we also have the battle of English Premier League and the Champions League final, uh, Chelsea-Manchester City, so that's going to be a good matchup as well. And again, I mentioned it, I think, on Saturday, big weekend for Chelsea Football Club for men and women. Both are in uh, the Champions League final, so great weekend. 
Uh, so that's it for tonight's show. Uh, lots to cover. Remember, I will be back Wednesday to discuss the PGA Championship, uh, second golf major of the year. It's going to talk about the field, the course, breakdown, my favorites, talk about the Canadians. Hopefully they do well this week. Uh, but I will be discussing that, and then I'll be back on Saturday. New top ten, as well as recapping the play-in tournaments, uh, the NBA playoff setups as we're ready to go, talk about the NHL games that are going on for the playoffs, making my picks, as well as looking at the final games for English Premier League, and slowly getting closer and closer to Champions League and Europa Finals as well. So thank you for listening to tonight's show. Enjoy the rest of your night. Enjoy the rest of your week. This is the Draining Jimmy's Podcast.